Greetings, creeps, and welcome to Horror Girl Problems, the podcast. Thanks for listening, Mom. This week, we are talking about the autumnal equinox, because even though September is the start of the fall season and Halloween preparations, the equinox really kicks everything into overdrive. Also, you ever do that thing where, like, you know a word, you know it well, you can write it, you can spell it. If you're reading it in, like, your internal dialogue, you can say it just fine. But if you have to actually get it out of your mouth and off your tongue, it just feels, like, clunky and weird and awkward. Yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> that's how I feel about autumnal. Also, I think I'm just a little bit hyper aware of it because I'm recording it and I know it's going to be blasting into your ear holes. Like, we were just, like sitting in a bar in a casual conversation and I just had to like, you know, just slide it in there real quick. Um, that's different, but uh, recording it and knowing you're gonna be listening to it, it makes it a little weird. <laughs> anyway, I digress. On to the equinox. This year, the equinox falls on Tuesday, September 22nd, and it's at 6.31 a.m. Pacific time. If you are not on Pacific time, then look that shit up because I don't know what time it is for you. Um, but it happens for all of us at the same time. And if you are on Pacific time, that for you is going to be 6.31 a.m. Tuesday morning. But Angel, what the hell is the autumnal equinox and what happens on the equinox? Well, I'm glad you asked. The equinox is the astronomical start of the fall season in the northern hemisphere and the spring season in the southern hemisphere. Typically, for 363 days of the year, the Earth's axis is at a slight tilt, meaning either that the North Pole or the South Pole are tilted towards or away from the sun, and that changes depending on the season. There are only two days out of the year when the axis is not tilted toward or away from the sun, and it's basically we're just vertical, and that's the equinox. During an equinox, the Earth's North and South Poles aren't tilted, which makes the duration of daylight nearly the same at all points on the Earth's surface, in theory. Hence the name equinox, which is derived from Latin and means basically equal night. The actual moment of an equinox occurs when the position of the sun is exactly over the equator. And then when this happens, no matter where we are on the Earth's surface, we all experience roughly equal amounts of daylight and darkness, or about as close as we can get to equal. Equinoxes take place twice a year, Autumn or fall begins with the autumnal equinox, and then there's the vernal equinox, which marks the beginning of spring in the northern hemisphere. So we, ha- we experience it opposite, uh, northern hemisphere and southern hemisphere. So our fall equinox means that the southern hemisphere is beginning their spring, and our vernal equinox, when we start spring, means the southern hemisphere is starting their fall. So what's the difference between an equinox and a solstice? The biggest difference is that a solstice happens when the sun is at its greatest distance from the equator. So it's the furthest it ever gets. An equinox is the exact opposite. During the equinox, the sun is at its closest distance to the equator. The equinox marks the change in the direction the sun's rays are going to fall on the earth. So on Tuesday, the sun is going to move from the northern hemisphere to the southern hemisphere. So that means we're going to get less light in the northern hemisphere and that's going to kick off fall and then eventually winter. Spiritually, the equinox is all about balance. It's supposed to be a powerful time energetically celebrating the bounty and the harvest provided while also recognizing that the soil is dying, the nights are lengthening, the balance and acceptance of the duality, light and dark, life and death, 
If you follow astrology at all, you know that the upcoming sign is Libra. And the symbol for Libra is scales, representing balance. So the wheel of life is turning. Now we ride it into the darkness and soon we'll ride it back into the light when the earth literally springs back into life. For me, one of the coolest things about the equinox is that it happens at the exact same moment around the world, regardless of where you are. Even though we're in different time zones, it's an astronomical event. The exact moment that the sun crosses the celestial equator, that happens at the same time for all of us, which is pretty cool. The actual equinox doesn't last all that long. It's just a few moments literally as that sun is positioned right above that invisible imaginary line. But go ahead and celebrate all day. There are tons of belief systems that incorporate the equinox and this kind of stuff is always just wildly fascinating to me. In ancient Greek mythology, the coming of fall coincides with the story of Persephone. Persephone and her mother Demeter were goddesses of vegetation, agriculture. Hades, the god of the underworld, falls in love with Persephone, abducts her, and makes her his wife. Demeter searches for her daughter and eventually causes a drought across the land in order to entice the other gods to help her force Hades to return Persephone. Hades complies, sort of, and there are multiple versions of this as there is with most mythology. But before returning Persephone to the human world, Hades places a pomegranate seed in her mouth. In some versions, he does this because the divine taste is supposed to compel her to return to him. In other versions, he does this because had she not eaten anything in the underworld, she would be free to return to the land of the living. But since she eats the pomegranate seed, this is no longer the case. In the end, Persephone is released from the underworld with a condition. She must return for part of the year. The autumnal equinox and through winter is when Persephone, queen of the underworld, returns to Hades, withdrawing into the earth after the harvest and returning again in the spring. Lots of ancient civilizations built monuments with this wheel of the year and the sun in mind. The ancient Celts may not have had a specific name for this, but they definitely celebrated it and several Stone Age temples were built devoted to the equinox and the keeping of time. Fairly recently, neo-pagans have come to call this Mabon. It celebrates the second harvest of the year and the start of winter preparations. It's time to respect the impending dark while also giving thanks to the sunlight. When it comes to witches and the equinox, it's basically like a witch's Thanksgiving. And of course, what better way to celebrate the harvest than with a food-centric holiday? The Christian church replaced many early pagan celebrations with Christianized versions of these observances. The most popular of these is Christmas, which replaced the ancient Yule festival, which occurs around the December solstice. The Christian celebration closest to the autumnal equinox is called Michaelmas. It's also known as the Feast of Michael and All Angels, celebrated on September 29th. It celebrates the Feast of St. Michael the Archangel, who defeated Lucifer and is seen as a protector against the dark of night. At Machu Picchu in Peru, there's an ancient stone monument called Intuhuatana, which means hitching post of the sun or the place when the sun gets tied. It serves as a solar clock to mark the dates of the equinoxes and the solstices. The stone is perfectly positioned in such a way that each corner sits at the four cardinal points, north, south, east, and west. The stone acts as a precise indicator of the date of the equinoxes and the solstices. In Mexico, at what is now Chichen Itza, 
Mayans built a huge pyramid at such a precise angle that at the very moment of the equinox, when the sun shines directly on the equator, an enormous snake of sunlight slithers down the stairs of the main pyramid during the autumnal equinox and slithers up the stairs during the vernal equinox, signifying the retreat and the return of the light, or in this case, the sun serpent. And in Chaco Canyon, New Mexico, there are ancient carvings created by the Anasazi people, a large spiral consisting of nine grooves. During the equinox, a dagger of light cuts through halfway between the center and outer edge of the spiral, just as the equinoxes cut the time between solstices in half. And in keeping with the telling of time using the sun and the creation of carvings and monuments to track it, Stonehenge in England was also built using this same premise. The big one for Stonehenge is the summer solstice, but people also gather here for the equinoxes as well. Japan holds a six-day Buddhist celebration during both the September and the March equinoxes. In English, it roughly translates to other shore, and it refers to the spirits of the dead reaching nirvana. It's observed as a time to remember the dead by visiting, cleaning, and decorating their graves. China holds a moon festival, or mid-autumn festival held on the day of the harvest moon, which is the full moon closest to the September equinox. The moon festival celebrates the abundance of the summer's harvest and serves traditional celebratory foods. So many belief systems throughout time around the world recognize the equinox as a time to celebrate the duality of light and dark, symbolic of life and death, giving thanks for the harvest and also preparing for harsher months ahead before light and bounty returns again. So light a bonfire, prepare a feast, Think about all the things you're grateful for. Restore some balance to your life. I'm a sucker for anything that extra inspires gratitude and balance. And if there was ever a year for that, 2020 is a top contender. Go a little nuts with your Halloween prep. On the autumnal equinox on Tuesday, I'll be posting some 41 days of Halloween celebration suggestions on the blog and kicking the podcast into high gear. I'm working on getting some really fun spirited stuff. I hope you guys like it. I'm super excited to share it all with you. For now, let me know how you're celebrating the equinox and how you're getting into the Halloween spirit this year. You can find me at horrorgirlproblems.com and links to all my socials are there. Seriously, it makes my little black heart so happy when I hear from you guys. As always, thanks for letting me invade your ears and I'll catch you next week for some more spooky shit. Happy equinox, happy fall, y'all.